Hello and welcome back to Prime Your Day, Prime Your Life. This is Chris Wilson and this show is a business podcast for business leaders. It'll deal with issues such as sales, marketing, business continuity and general self-development. Thank you for joining into the show and see you next week. Welcome back to Zoom Tennis and Prime Your Day, Prime Your Life podcast. Today, I'm going to ask you whether or not you see everything you should see. I'm going to challenge you to think about non-visible disabilities. Is the person you see in front of you everything you expect it to be? And we've got Hannah Chadwick today, who's the Director of Fortitude Training, who's a specialist at understanding non-visible disabilities. She's going to tell us more about what it is and most importantly, how we can help people just get on with their normal day without any stigmatism. So Hannah, welcome to this little session today of uh, Zoom Tennis. How are you? Hi, good morning, Chris. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm really well. I understand you've had a little bit of a different weekend from uh, the normal, Hannah. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling better now, but yeah, it was a bit of a scary weekend. So I had my um, my COVID vaccination on Friday and initially everything seemed fine and then um, started experiencing side effects about 11 hours afterwards and just went from being absolutely fine to being completely flawed so that was an interesting weekend <laughs> mostly spent in bed but thankfully I'm feeling a lot better now brilliant you're good now well you can see how well you are today and what <laughs> I did look this good that, that jab's now in your arm of Boris saying you know get the jab and it's uh, it's in there so living proof today so Hannah non- Visible disabilities. I have to confess, it's not a phrase that I had heard much of until we really started talking, which is why we're here today. What would be something most people do not know about non-visible disabilities, Hannah? Um, I, I think the very fact of their existence, just like you said at the beginning, Chris, um, some people haven't heard the term NVD or non-visible disability because that is quite a new term. Um, even my, my, uh, me myself as being somebody who's living with a condition, I used to really identify myself as having a hidden disability um, because obviously it's a condition that you, you can't see. Um, mine is being aplastic anemia, so it's a form of bone marrow failure. And I've also got um, a, something called a PNH clone, which is a paroxysmal nocturnal hemoglobinuria, uh, which you can see why I just call it PNH because it's much easier. easier um, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it's... Um, it's a funny one because people prefer to identify in different ways. So some people don't like the term hidden disability because it can almost imply that you're hiding it in some way. You're trying to conceal it. And that's certainly not the case. I, I'm very open about my condition and um, that it's more helping other people to understand what I'm living with and, and how they can help. Um, some people prefer the term less visible disability. But again, that can make people feel that um, if your condition like mine is one that you completely can't see, then, then where does that leave you? Does that do you fit within the the definition or not um so um lots of people identify in different ways some people call it an invisible disability but again that can cause offense because it can make people feel like well it's as if you're saying it isn't really there at all so it's just trying to use the the most sensitive language so that you're not causing offense to people that are living with these conditions okay I'm just going to pass one question back to you today, just in terms of your own experience with dealing with this, Hannah. How do you politely, but with authority, deal with that 
stigmatism that perhaps comes to you with a lack of knowledge or a lack of awareness as to putting themselves in your shoes? Um, I think it's just trying to, I've always been somebody that tries to educate people and, 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 and do it in a sensitive way. So um, I appreciate that people looking at me won't assume that I have a condition or a disability, even going back to the COVID vaccine, when I, when I went for my vaccine and you could see the nurse was kind of looking at me and she's thinking, everybody else in here is older. Um, and she, I could see the cogs turning in her head as she was trying to find a polite way of basically saying, what's wrong with you? Why, why are you here? Um, but I, you know, I, I, I try not to take offence to that um, because I appreciate that I am a bit of an anomaly and, and I'm not what most people would expect when they think of as a disability. Um, you know, we, we think of the symbol, you know, the blue circle with the, the wheelchair, that, that's what we've been trained to believe as constituting a disability. So I just try and, and lead with empathy and understand that, that they might not realise that I have a condition and that it falls within the the definition of, of what constitutes a disability in the Equality Act and, and trying to educate people in, in a way that's not, uh, you know, not, not bashing them or not, you know, not feeling like you're bashing them over the head uh, with information, but just trying to, to be informative and helpful, really. OK, question back to me, Hannah, I guess, in terms of maybe something that I've learned about our conversation and how I could apply that to, to some other people. Well, yeah, now, now that we've spoken a bit more, Chris, and you've got more of an understanding of what an NBD is um how as, a, as somebody who deals with people through you know helps people through coaching how do you think you'd be able to help your audience now that you've got this information I, I get I summarized it I think in my 2020 sort of summary was be less judgmental and yeah. just because you see something it doesn't mean to say that that is true and if we can as in humanity is to take a step back look at the whole picture and perspective and just accept what we see as what we see, as opposed to making an opinion about it or having a preformed bias about what we expect. And that's the, the trick as leaders and people is just to try to walk in the other person's shoes. Or Stephen Cozy says, seek first to un be understood before you can be understood. Uh, that's not right, is it? Seek first to understand before you can be understood. <laughs> I knew what you meant. But... <laughs> Absolutely. I watched a wonderful TED talk the last weekend, a guy called Nick Vakuchitz, and he was born with literally no arms and a chicken drumstick for leg. And his piece on TED, 14 minutes, was just absolutely inspiring in terms of he has no limitations as to what he can do. He's spoken to more people than anybody else that I would know, five Euro American presidents, billions of people through his mechanism for connecting with people. And he has this thought process of it's not what I can't do it's what I can do yeah. and that's what I'd really encourage people to to do is to every person right now probably see you Hannah on screen and just thinks Hannah just looks amazing she looks great yeah. on screen and yet there's something within you that might be stopping you sitting in the right seat or putting a face mask on and yet people are already judging you like that nurse did they've made a preconceived judgment that is absolutely incorrect. So that's my message. Be lost, less judgmental, put things in perspective if you can. Yeah, yeah, and, and then that just helps people in, in, in so many ways when you, when you take the time to just open your mind. It, it really just makes the world of difference as somebody, you know, speaking as somebody that's been in that position. Okay, so final little salve of uh, rally here. What can we do as business leaders to, to support 
anybody that we know or we come across in, in our employment that has uh, an NVD or a non-visible disability? I would say educate yourselves first and foremost, because if you're not even aware of NVDs and their existence, then how can you possibly start to help other people? So whether it's, you know, I do training workshops on it, there are other providers who do training workshops on it. There's information out there on the internet if you can't afford training, but educate yourself because it is really difficult. And the last thing that you want to do is a further, um, present that person with further challenges in their life when they're already having to deal with the, the limitations and the you know the, the the impact of their condition but then you, you also don't want to end up falling foul of the law and ending up in, a, in an employment tribunal so it's, it's vitally important that employers do take this seriously and tr take the steps to educate themselves. Okay how can they do that in a in a compassionate way Hannah to, to make sure that you're okay with exactly what what that is in terms of the awareness building uh, or the communication within the team. How, how does that work for you in terms of dealing with it with a compassion and understanding? I encourage to um, companies to raise awareness within their organisation. So it's not just something between the employee and the employer. It's raising awareness amongst the team. So celebrating awareness days that are related to non-visible disabilities, for instance. And also um, I offer something to my clients, which is a, a non-visible disability tracker. So it's basically an entire booklet that you sit and go through with the line manager and the employee or the HR manager and the employee. And you assess, you know, what's this person's condition? How does it impact them? What adjustments could we make as an employer to support that person through this journey? When are we going to review it? Documenting everything so it's all in one place, um, but it just it makes sure that that opportunity to provide that support isn't isn't missed because that's what happens so often and that's what lands people in trouble with the law is because they miss the opportunity to help people because they themselves don't realise that actually this person's condition does does fall within the definition of a disability under the Equality Act. Therefore, they are afforded the same protection that the law provides, and we need to be complying with the law. Otherwise, we're effectively guilty of disability discrimination. Sure. And is it useful to sort of begin with the end in mind? And would you encourage leaders to get as many parts of diversification involved in the charter or involved in the training documentation or involved in the employee handbook so that all the people with the right voice have got an opportunity to really get involved in the documentation so that it is truly representative of all faiths and, and disabilities and, and beliefs. Absolutely. You want it to be as representative as possible. And, and I think in any kind of process that you're looking to change, the worst thing that you can do is look to change the process, but not ask the people that it affects Absolutely. and the people that, that are dealing with it. So, yeah, you definitely need that input. It's vital if you want it to be a success. If you just want something that, you know, to, to implement because you can tick a box to say you've done it, then fine. But you'll probably find further down the line that there are gaps and that it doesn't quite fit the need. So. So, yeah, absolutely. OK, uh... Quick little takeaway, if you can, either from lockdown one, two or three. How does, uh, how does Hannah Chadwick uh, stay sane in this world that we live in at the moment? Oh, I don't know. I, I, that, that's arguable as to whether Hannah Chadwick has stayed sane in all of this. But, uh, but do you know, I think I have been more patient with myself. Um, I think we can all be guilty at times of being quite hard on ourselves. And actually, if there's a day that I've felt like not working that's okay. If I've felt overwhelmed by homeschooling, 
that's okay too. If I just feel like I just need to go out and have a walk in the park near my house and get some fresh air, then that's okay. Just just be patient and understanding with yourself because we're all in uncharted territory and we need to do whatever we can to keep ourselves together as much as possible. Well, Hannah, I'm going to just share this screen again today just so that people can actually understand where they can go to get some training on the things that you talk about. I think it's a really important topic that I certainly didn't have enough knowledge on. So uh, other people can hopefully do the same. Uh, so here we are. Anybody on the podcast today? It's Hannah Chadwick, Director at Fortitude Training, office at fortitudetrainingcompany.com. And her website is the same. And LinkedIn, we can find you at Hannah Chadwick. Is that right for everybody today, Hannah? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm glad you're over your little vaccine thing. I'm glad that the jab is in your arm. And uh, I look forward to seeing you all around LinkedIn and other places. Uh, you're doing some great work, Hannah, and, uh, and thank you so much. Oh, brilliant. Thank you for the opportunity to come on here today, Chris. I really appreciate it's it. Great. Thank you. All right.